Welcome to the Super Fantasy Football Podcast, where the athletes become your heroes. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. It's the final week of the regular season. It's going to be a good one, guys. That's all I got to say. We've got the week 13 results to go over here. Last week, the Academia took me down 130 to 100, established the run, put up 175 against Team Luis, who scored 140. Tyreeking up that hill, got his 11th win on the season, scoring 119, while Sinosa Raptors scored 81. Requiem for a team, scored 117 over Juicy Mangoes, 86. Chili Con Connor kept Emcioni from clinching a playoff spot by putting up 133 while he put up 125. And Michael Scott Paper Company put up 136 over Maximum Efforts, 112. Uh, that left us with the league standings going into the final week of the season. With in first place, Tyreeking up that hill at 11 and 2, the Academia at 9 and 4, Chili Con Connor in third at 9 and 4, Michael Scott Paper Company in fourth at 8 and 5. Fifth place is currently Tim, Team Emcioni at 7 and 6. Sixth place and the final playoff spot currently belongs to Establish the Rum at 6 and 7. Sinosta Raptors in the playoff hunt at 6 and 7. Maximum hef- Effort still in the playoff hunt at 6 and 7. And then Team Luis, Requiem for a Team, and Juicy Mango in that order, all at 5 and 8. And I round things out at 1 and 12. So yeah, congrats to those who have clinched a playoff spot. We've got Tyreeking up that hill who has locked in the number one seed and the first round bye. The Academia and Chili Con Connor who have clinched playoff spots but are battling out for the second bye. And then Michael Scott Paper Company who has all but locked in uh, that number four seed. All right, guys, if you haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet, I did post the season poll. Uh, please do your best to fill out your answers to the poll questions. Just give me a heads up on like what you guys are feeling, what you guys are looking for. Everyone seems to be happy with the league so far. Everyone seems to be okay with this slight uh, buy-in increase to help cover the cost of the hat. If you guys don't want to, we don't have to do a hat option. We'll just get rid of that. The hat option is like an extra $30, so the rest of the 60 additional dollars would just go into the champion's money pool, if that makes sense. Uh, The champion would also have a choice to go with the t-shirt, and in that case, take the additional $30 and put it into his money pool, if that makes sense. Um, There's a couple other questions about rule changes. With my thoughts, I'm definitely interested in eliminating, or actually, I guess I'm interested in changing defensive scoring, doing a slight overhaul to it. I really dislike, and I'm sure others do too, the tiered-based scoring where it's like 7 to 13, you get 5 points, and then all of a sudden they get a 14th point, and you lose 3 points. It doesn't really make sense to me. I'd much rather replace it with that linear-type system that we did with kicking, This year, where it just kind of progresses towards losing that 10-point bonus the more the opponent scores. But then I also kind of am interested in adding yardage to it somehow, kind of having those two work hand-in-hand. 
where it's like a mix of points allowed and a mix of yards allowed in losing that 10-point bonus that you initially start with. So I'll toy with it in the offseason and see what I come up with, but there is some some favor in changing defensive scoring, so that's good to see. Uh, not many other rule changes are being considered. Um, there is a, a little bit of interest in changing the cha- league championship to a two-week affair. Not as much interest to make it to make me consider it. An issue with that, if we really want to explore it, is that the the league playoffs would have to start week 14 instead of week 15, and that means bye weeks would be in play for the first round, where currently they are not in, in play for the first round. The last week of buys is week 14, which is the last week of the regular season. So unless we wanted to do a week 18 game, which would be the second leg of the championship, we'd have to start playoffs week 14. So that's something to consider. Uh, but not many people are interested. It's just kind of the second most popular uh, rule change. Behind that, adding a seventh playoff team, not very much support for that either. Uh, just a couple of people are interested in it. And then no other rule changes were are getting any votes. So just kind of defensive scoring is what I'll focus on this offseason. Uh, I'm surprised there's not very much support for a, a separate fun league. I always thought it'd be interesting. Vampire League seems really fun. A Pirate League seems really fun as well. There's also Guillotine League, and they re- they don't require very much attention. They're pretty chill, but, you know, if you guys don't want to do it, totally fine. Um, kind of split on if there's going to be any interest in a Dynasty League. It's a 5-3 to three in that one. But if you haven't voted, go ahead and take a look at it. Uh, gives me an idea of what you guys want. And, you know, rule changes going forward. I feel like all the rule changes that we've added have been really beneficial to the league, and it's been it's made it a bit more fun. All right. Eulogies. They're coming. They're coming soon. Despite being out of contention, Luis, Joshlet, and Kaiku aren't technically eliminated. So I'm going to give them the respect that they deserve by holding back the release of the eulogies, they're technically in it if they manage to outscore. So if a couple people need to lose, and they need to outscore. Um, who is it? The guy who has a ton of points, and he's in sixth place. Why am I blanking on the name? Probably because I'm tired, and I've been up since five. Um, what is your league name? Establish the rum. Yeah. Established Rum has an insane amount of points, uh, so Luis would have to outscore him by 83, Requiem for a team would have to outscore him by 190, and Deuce Mango would have to outscore him by 217, which 217 in itself would be a league record, uh, so that would be super impressive. Anyway, um, those guys are not technically eliminated, and we have the playoff scenarios. This is where things get really juicy. We've got two spots left and four teams in contention. Most of the outcomes depend on the matchup between Emcioni and Sinostoraptors. We'll get into the scenarios here. Um, going starting with the fifth seed, currently Emcioni. Your ways into the playoffs are a win or a tie, and you're in. You can tie, and you'll still make it. Or, if you were to lose, you have to have established the rum lose as well, and have maximum effort lose in addition to that. 
because your points for is too low to win the tiebreakers against either of those teams. So it's a win or tie and you're in, or have established a rum and maximum effort lose. For established a rum, currently in the sixth spot, it's win against me and you're in. Or if you were to lose, you have to have both Sinoster Raptors and maximum effort lose as well uh, to prevent them from having a better record as you. Sinoster Raptors! The one guy I have a win against this year. Will it keep you out of the playoffs? We'll see. Uh, but yours is easy. You just have to win and you're in. There's no other if you lose, you're out type. There's no other option. You have to win and you're in. Maximum effort. It's unlikely, but it doesn't seem as unlikely as I thought it was once I typed it all out. But here we go. You have to win and have established the rum lose. Those. That's the first option. Or... You have to, oh, so I messed that up. You have to win and have established rum lose, or win and have Sinosteraptors win, but outscore him by 51 points. So if established the rum loses and you win, you're in, because in addition to having a better record than established rum, you will either A, have a better record than the Sinosteraptors, or B, have a greater points for than Emcioni, depending on the result of that matchup. So the easiest way is to win and have established the rum lose. Or if established the rum wins and you win, Sinosteraptors has to win as well, but you have to outscore him by 51. And 51 seems like a lot, but last week Sinosteraptors scored 81 points, so it's definitely possible. Um... Yeah, those are the playoff scenarios. It's kind of interesting. It'll be fun to watch it all play out tomorrow. Let's get into what I think is going to happen this week uh, with the matchup predictions. All right. I'm starting here with the matchups from like least importance to most important. That's how I tried to rank them here. Um, starting off with Juicy Mango against Michael Scott Paper Company. Juicy Mango's got Kirk Cousins at quarterback, Latavius Murray and Cam Akers at running back, Adam Thielen and Brandon Ayuk at wide receiver, Dawson Knox at tight end, uh, Jamal Williams as his first flex, and Tony Pollard as his second flex, Jason Myers as his kicker, and the Cowboys defense. Michael Scott Paper Company has Justin Herbert at quarterback, Dalvin Cook and Jarek McKinnon at running back, Isaiah McKenzie and Christian Kirk at wide receiver, Gerald Everett at tight end, Tyler Lockett and Jalen Waddell as his flex plays, Cameron Dicker in his kicker spot, and the 49ers defense. Michael Scott Paper Company all but, all but locked in to that third seed. I think he is locked into the third seed. Uh, so there's not much to, sorry, not the third seed, the fourth seed. He's all, he's locked into the fourth seed. So not much to play here for him. He'll be going into the playoffs into the first round with a matchup. Juicy Mango, trying to end the year on a positive note, but it's by city for him and his team. And Lamar is unfortunately hurt. Very bad timing for the injury last week because he was trying to keep his playoff hopes alive. Um, and it should be an entertaining game against Pittsburgh. Come on, Kenny, buddy, you can do it. Uh, but I expect Michael Scott Paper Company to get his fifth straight win and ride into the playoffs with the hottest streak in the league. All right, we've got Chili Con Connor 
going up against Tyreeking up that hill. Chili Con Connor has Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Joe Mixon and who is this guy? Tony Jones uh, at running back. Devontae Adams and Devontae Smith at wide receiver. Dalton Schultz at tight end. Donovan Peoples-Jones and Mac Hollins as his flex plays. Harrison Butker as his kicker and the Eagles defense. Tyreeking up that hill has Kyler Murray as his quarterback. Ramon J. Stevenson and Austin Eckler at running back. Um, Tyreek Hill and DK Metcalf as his kickers. Foster Moreau as his tight end. Juju Smith-Schuster as his first flex. And Isaiah Pacheco as his second flex. Justin Tucker as his kicker and the Buccaneers defense. Um, this could be a semifinal or a final preview. We've got Tyreeking up that hill, who's secured the number one seed in the bye. And Chili Con Connor, who's hoping for a win and an Academia loss uh, to join Tyreeking up that hill in the, in the semifinals. To do that, though, he'll have to beat him. And a lackluster performance by Devontae Adams makes it a little bit more difficult uh, as he only put up nine points. Not to mention he's got some bye weeks for some key running backs. Montgomery and Patterson are on a bye this week. Fortunately, Foster Moreau put up zero points in Thursday's loss to the Rams. So he's got that going for him. But it is looking like another win for Tyreeking up that hill, and I think he gets his 12th regular season win, which would exceed his win total from last year. Uh, so just a crazy two-year run by Tyreeking up that hill. All right, and the maximum effort is going up against Requiem for a team as he tries to keep his playoff hopes alive. Maximum effort is starting Geno Smith at quarterback. He's got Saquon Barkley and Derrick Henry at running back. Deontay Johnson at wide receiver with Gabriel Davis, Mark Andrews as his tight end, uh, Mike Williams, and what's this guy's first name? I think it's Jason Palmer. I keep misclicking. How embarrassing. Joshua Palmer, so close, um, as his flex plays, and then he's got Badgley as his kicker and the Steelers' defense. Going up against Joe Burrow, as Requiem, Requiem for a Team's quarterback, Jeff Wilson and DeAndre Swift as his running backs, Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb as his wide receivers, George Kittle as his tight end, DJ Chark and Devontae Foreman as his running backs, Brett Mayer as his kicker, and the Jets' defense. Max Meffert trying to hold on to the season here. He's got the firepower to do it, especially if Saquon plays. He's got Derrick Henry locked and loaded going against the team that he historically dominates. Geno Smith should be able to put up points against Carolina. The problem is Requiem for a team also has firepower. He's got CeeDee Lamb and he's got Justin Jefferson. Joe Burrow's on a hot streak. It's looking like the end of the road for maximum effort, and I'm going to take Requiem for a team. All right, Team Luis against Academia. This one, Team Luis is pretty much out of it, but the Academia is trying to... Secure that first round by. Team Luis has Josh Allen at quarterback. Miles Sanders at and Michael Carter at running back. Mike Evans and Amon Ross St. Brown at wide receiver. Mike Gesicki at tight end. Garrett Wilson and Marquise Brown at wide receiver. Daniel Carlson as his kicker in the Bills defense. Academia is starting Tom Brady at quarterback. Najee Harris and Josh Jacobs at running back. DeAndre Hopkins and Amari Cooper at wide receiver. 
Travis Kelsey at tight end, Michael Gallup and Ezekiel Elliott as his flex plays. And he's got Matt Gay and the Seahawks defense. Uh, Academia is in a really good spot with Jacobs putting up 19.4 points already. His team looks relatively healthy. It's been tough sledding for Luis, especially as of late. Um, but he did get a nice point, 12 points from Daniel Carlson. And he's getting Marquise Brown back this week. Um, but I'm still taking Academia to secure the win and secure the bye week. All right, my matchup. I'm 9-0. and All right, let me, let me, let me run through the, uh, the lineups here. I've got Kenny Pickett as my quarterback. I mean, why wouldn't you throw him in there? Damian Pierce and Chuba Hubbard as my running backs. You heard that right. I've got A.J. Brown wide receiver extraordinaire, and George Pickens, soon-to-be wide receiver extraordinaire, as my wide receivers. Tyler Higby as my tight end. His two points don't matter. Debo Samuel and MVS as my flex plays. Jake Elliott as my kicker and the Raiders defense. I mean, good night. Uh, Establish the rum is starting Jalen Hurts. Never heard of him. As his quarterback, Travis Etienne and Rashad White. I've actually, you know, for Rashad White, you might actually never heard of him, but as his running backs, Jamar Chase and Stefan Diggs as his wide receivers, Pat Fryermuth as his tight end, Darius Slayton and Jared Cook as his flex plays, Evan McPherson as his kicker, and the Chiefs' defense. Let me start by historically saying that historically, establish the rum dominates me. I think I'm 0 4 against him. I'll have to check the spreadsheet. Um, but this is it. I'm up 9-0 to zero already, so suck it. I mean, freaking Tyler Higby and the Raiders defense. Unstoppable. Uh, so this is it. This is my Super Bowl. It's the week. Pickett and Pickens connect for two touchdowns. Damian Pierce runs all over Dallas. MVS emerges as the number one in Kansas City. Debo adds quarterback to the position list alongside running back and wide receiver. Jake Elliott's going to kick like eight field goals. Uh, this is going to be my highest point total of the season. And I'm probably going to lose by 40, while Jalen Hurts, Stefan Diggs, and Jamar Chase outscore my team. So that'd probably be exactly how the season ends for me. All right. Um, final matchup of the week. It's the biggest matchup of the week. And this is really becoming the rivalry, I think, in the league. I don't want to undersell this rivalry, guys. So in real life... These two guys, Emcioni um, and Sinosta Raptors, the managers for these two teams are part of the same high school friend circle. That includes myself and a few other people who used to be in the league. Uh, get along great. Uh, after high school, these two guys both joined the Marines, and they both left the Marines. Even more intriguing is that Andrew, the manager of the Sinosta Raptors, is a University of Michigan fan. And Sione is, a, would say, a pretty decently hardcore Ohio State fan. So this rivalry branches out in many different ways. And it's simple for both of these guys. Win and you're in. So let's see who has the edges this week. Sonosta Raptors, starting Tua Tagovailoa. I'm freaking so good at that name. As his quarterback, Nick Chubb and James Conner as his running backs. T. Higgins and Chris Godwin as his wide receivers. T.J. Hawkinson as his tight end. Robert Woods is one of his flex plays, and I'm assuming Samaji Pirine as the second one. Uh, Robert Woods... Sorry, Robert Woods is not his kicker. Tyler Bass is his kicker, and he's got the Ravens defense. Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback for Team Emcioni. Raheem Mostert and Christian McCaffrey are his running backs. 
Jerry Judy and Keenan Allen are his wide receivers. Evan Ingram is his tight end. He's got uh, Marvin Jones as one of his flex plays, and his second flex play uh, is currently Damian Harris, but it doesn't look like he might play, so he might have to grab somebody else. And he's got Nick Folk as his kicker and the Dolphins' defense. All right, so who's got the edge in this all-important matchup here? Unfortunately for Team Emcioni, four of his starters take a week. Uh, sorry, take a weekend trip to Buy City here. Fields, Algier, McLaurin, and Olave are all unavailable for Emcioni. If I had to guess, I'd say the current playoff teams are pulling for Sinosa Raptors in this one. I'm not sure it's close, but eliminating the possibility of playing Justin Fields and Christian McCaffrey is probably a good thing for the people currently in the playoffs. And I think they're going to get their wish here. I'd take the Raptors to complete the season comeback and make the playoffs. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Sione loves it when I choose against him, but it is currently projected to be uh, a 20-point win by the Raptors. So we'll see what happens here. I'm, I'm excited to see everything that goes down. That's going to be it for this week's podcast. Uh, I expect a lot of trash talk in the chat tomorrow by... Emcione, or at least, you know, in their private messages, maybe not in the chat, but between Emcione and Sinosteraptors here. Good luck, everyone. Uh, we'll get those eulogies out next week, and have a good weekend.